And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to Seeing Red. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. So, you were telling me you have something to tell me last night, you know, for the show. So, let's just go ahead and jump in and see what's going on with you. I was, you. uh, I don't know, somehow I got to the weird side of YouTube. Mm-hmm. You always get, and I was thinking about this last night, when, when you were looking up looking all those hair videos, I was like, somehow, some way, she's gonna... Like wind up on the opposite I, side I was of what she's hair looking for. Okay, I was like looking at like because I bleached my hair and it's like bright orange. And I was like trying to see if people have put like purple over orange hair successfully without it turning muddy. Because mm-hmm. you know how like it, it purple neutralizes out like yellow. Right. I was afraid it was gonna turn like a brown color. So somehow I get to like things about like Korean people plastic surgery. I come across like I guess the 2012 or 13. 13. The 2013 Miss Korea pageant, every single person that was in that looks alike. Really? Yeah. They and it's not stereotypes. They were showing their pictures, and they all have like the same nose, same mouth, same smile, the same facial shape. The only thing that was different about them was their eyes and their eyebrows. And it's because plastic surgery has become so popular in Korea. Um, Chinese women are going to Korea to get uh, jaw surgery, where they take chip off part of your jaw to make it more like... Pointy. Defined define because that is what's attractive to americans rich americans so they think yeah that's why like uh my grandma was telling me a lot of uh filipinos uh-huh. come over here like uh, while they're young and they marry rich like white people yeah because that's they teach yeah. their kids a lot of people are like go to america marry a rich man but, oh yeah absolutely and then i came across this model in Ch- japan or china 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 her name is vanilla Vanilla something. And she has had over $100,000 worth of plastic surgery that looks like a, a, a French, French uh, like doll. porcelain doll. Why? She doesn't even look Asian anymore. You should have seen it. Like, you, At all. Look up, like, you guys are out there, look up, like, uh, the Chinese model, like, that wanted to become a French doll. Uh-huh. You'll see. I can't think of her name or her last name, but she started out as a very homely looking girl. And now she she's actually pretty. But she doesn't even look Asian anymore. It's scary. She's had two eyelid surgeries to give her eyelids. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her next surgery she's having is a, a, a height lengthening surgery. For whatever reason. I guess you have to be tall to be a French doll. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still... And then somehow from there, I got to this uh, thing about this Russian model who's a real life Barbie doll or whatever. 
I've seen that. I've seen an article on that. She claims that she's never had any plastic surgery, which we know it's bullshit. Well, no, and that she her, doesn't Photoshop. Her skin is so shiny. Photoshop. It, it's got to be Photoshop. She claims not to have any plastic surgery because she has videos, actual like makeup videos. And if you look at her makeup videos, uh-huh. and then you look at her like at pictures, you could tell that she's photoshopped and she's had plastic surgery because there's, there's actually videos of her before she, like a while from a while back, uh-huh. and she. Her nose has gotten a lot thinner. Everything's changed on her. But in her vi- in her photos, like the Ooh. ones that are she's all done up, she's completely photoshopped. Right. Mm-hmm. And then from there, this is what I want to talk about. Somehow, I got to this article about this Chinese singer. He's 24 years old and he's in love with a 12-year-old. Do what? Yeah. They started dating when she was 11. And so, there's a lot of people that, that condone this, that are for it. Not here in the States. In Canada. And people in the States. Asian people in the States are for it, too. Yeah, like... She's a... <laughs> she's an 11... Well, she when she was 11 years old, she was a model and a singer. And um, he met her and they started dating. He was 23. Well, now he... Well, I think it's from Is last he year. Rich? He's a, He's a singer in China. They both have money. Well, her parents condone this. And let me tell you, this 12-year-old looks like a baby. She don't look like a, you know, like a 15, 16-year-old, 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. She looks like a little kid, like a little girl. She looks like she's nine. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, he, people found out about this when, on her Facebook when she turned 12. Well, it's not Facebook, but they have a... Tumblr. A, no, it's not Tumblr. Uh-huh. So, so It's a social media site, kind of like Twitter, but it's for Chinese people. Right, right. And... He left the message on her 12th birthday and said, I can't wait for four more years till we can really be together. Because in Canada, Canada it's I legal think, to have sex. I think sex. it's legal to have sex at 16 because you're considered an adult or whatever they're mm-hmm. 16. Because you can drink at 18. But you know as well, I know they probably already had sex. And that guy's a pedophile. That's nasty. That yeah. Nasty. They made a music video. They have a music video of them together talking about their love and everything. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Like, I was so appalled. And people are like, leave them alone. Their love is true. It's pure. I'm like, what? It is not pure. Pedo Bear works in many ways. I got, he's not a pedophile. He has had sex with her. I'm like, yeah, he has. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been together for and, and two, almost she? three. She's, well, she's 12 or 13. 12, I think, now. Well, even at that, when I was 12 or 13, I was just starting to think about girls. Just starting to think about it. And I was more interested in playing with my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and, and watching wrestling. Well, they started they started dating then, when she was eleven. Okay, that's like that's like me dating a thirteen year old, basically. When, when I was her age, I was focused on playing Yu Gi Oh cards. Like twelve. <laughs> but yeah, <the> <laughs> is, is when you're that young, you don't think about love and sex and all oh, that. No, she's in love with him. She don't even know what love is. She's twelve. And people condone this. That's what makes me sick. That is... Love is pure. I'm like, really? No. They're love. His he's a pedophile. Her parents allow this. His parents are for it. Her parents are for it. They're gonna get married when she's old enough. See, I this is the thing that I don't get. Is why is it okay with with other culture? It, to me, it's just mind boggling. Yeah. As a parent, as a parent of a, a little girl at that, mm-hmm. there is no way in hell, in hell. I would let my kid get near a 20-something-year-old man when she's only 11 years old. Right? And it's funny because people are like, oh, it's, it's different in that culture. The Western, the Western culture is a lot different. We have different views in America than they have. And then somebody put a comment. It's like, yeah, 
She's like, yeah, back in the day, people got married when they were 13 and 14, 12 years old. She goes, back then, you only lived till you're like 24. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And times were different. Back then, you went, as soon as you were old enough, you went to work. It, it, to, to me, times back then were a lot different than they are now. You had to grow up a lot faster back then. Yeah, because there was more responsibility. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still not saying it's right because I still think it's gross for a, a grown man to have sex with a child, but. Like I, like I said, back then, people died when they were, like, 35. Right. So you, well, I was going to say, especially, like, during the Civil War time, mm-hmm. you know, if you got The oldest like that your, you live was, like, 40, I was going to say, if you got into your 40s during the Civil you yeah. were old. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, 90, you're old. Yeah, I was going to say, with modern medicine now, you, you've doubled your life. Yeah, because even back, they're, they're talking, like, back in the 1500s, like that. People didn't live very long. Oh, shit. In the 1500s, you were lucky if you made it to 30s. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. And that's what the person that was commenting. She's like, that is, she's like, this is a different time, you know? Yeah, in modern ages, like, you can pretty much preserve your body. But I still, that's, see, even back then, though, I couldn't see sending my, you know, because back then, as soon as you had a period, if you were a female, you got married right, off. Yeah. I couldn't see sending, say my daughter was 11, she had a period. I couldn't see sending her off to live with some... You know, thirty-year-old man like no. that's, that's horrible. But no. they did that back then. Yeah, they basically sold their children because they would get money and gifts for dowry and all that. Shit. Yeah, but see, I don't think it was right back then. But still, I could not. I don't know. People are condoning this, and I think it's sick. It is sick because you know it doesn't matter. Being a pedophile is being a pedophile. Mm-hmm. You know, just it doesn't matter what country you live yeah. in. Yeah, if you're you're having sex with an underage kid, you're a pederast. Like and he's trying mm-hmm. to say that he didn't have sex with her. But even if he didn't have sex with her, what does he see? And a little girl that has no breasts, no shape, or nothing. She's like, she looks like she's nine. She doesn't look like a, like you see most twelve year olds today. They look like they're eighteen. They're right. trying to dress like they're a grown adult. Right. She looks like a little girl. She looks like a child. She doesn't have any womanly features. She doesn't have anything. She's and, very small. She's petite, little. And and that kind of makes me wonder, you know. And I, I, it's funny you said that because I was wondering that, but I I didn't know if I really wanted to go into talking yeah. about it. Is you know, it how do I say this nicely? Most Asian kids, whether they're male or female, yeah, they look alike. Yeah, it depends on how they dress. If if you could tell them <laughs> apart, mm-hmm. you know, if you could tell them apart from being a boy or girl, it's solely yeah. by the way they dress. Yeah. So is that kind of like, um, let's see, how do I say this? Is he like in the closet and not wanting to come out and this is the best way he can get his fix? I don't know. Because, I mean, it is true. Uh, Asians, when they're when they're young, they look like they look, male and females look sim- similar when they're little, before they hit puberty. Right. But I don't know. She, I know this little girl has not hit puberty. And I said, well, as I told Erin, I said, maybe when she grows up, she'll be a beautiful woman. I don't know. But right now, she just looks like a homely little girl, you know? Mm. She doesn't look like anything. I just think it's gross. I just like, I get where people, oh, it's wonderful. I'm like, you guys are stupid. Like, and there's little girls that are like, look up to her, like, oh my God, that's so amazing. That are like 12 and 13. Like, they're going to go out and find themselves a 24 year old? No. Okay, just to throw it out there. If you're a 24 year old and you're interested in preteen, what are they called, tweens? Yeah. There's something mentally wrong. There is absolutely something mentally, mentally wrong. wrong. There is. Um. And and if there's any, and God hope that there's no tweens that listen to this show, but if there's any tweens that actually listen to our show, just hear our advice. It's that is something that you do not want to go down. You know, it, it's something you want to stay far away from because those are sick motherfuckers. Yeah, they are. 
Um, speaking of uh, sick motherfuckers, I found a X-Men group. I've seen it. On uh, Facebook. And I say sick. They're, they're not sick motherfuckers. They're pretty cool. <laughs> I, I enjoyed... I, how do I go about saying this? I wish that this group existed when I was in high school. You know, when I first started high school and got into comic books. Yeah. Because I was like, holy shit, there's more people out there like me. Well, there's actually more people out there that are like way, way, way deeper. I don't know, because I've always considered myself a hardcore X-Men fan. Oh, no. No, people take it to another oh, level. Oh, no. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what you like. There's always somebody that will take it to the next yeah, level. Yeah, take it to the next level of liking it. Like, crazy. like okay, look at football fans. Yeah, you can have, like, a guy that, you know, sits down, watches his game, gets ready, you know, have have some guys over, whatever. And then you got the people that go off to the games, almost butt-ass naked, full body paint, wearing a freaking wig, foam hat, whatever, you know, they getting their drink on the whole time. But I think of, like, obsessive fans, I think of this guy that I've seen on the internet, and he was, he was a Pikachu-obsessed person. He has a four-bedroom house, and he lives by himself. He's, like, in his 40s, and every room is filled with Pikachu. Like, this man has literally, like, 5,000 stuffed animals with Pikachu from any size. Like, a, my size to, like, a little tiny. Really? Yeah, he's like, yeah, my, I have my 10,000. This is, like, worth $10,000 in my collection. I'm like, dude. That's extreme. He's not married either, so I wonder why. A little flowery, huh? Might as well just collect Hello Kitty, right? But yeah. the reason I bring this up is because... Again, you know, and I taught you everything I knew about the X-Men. Yeah. And I have a, a large knowledge of the X-Men base. And though I can carry my, my you know, conversation well. Yeah. Uh, there's not much that I don't know about, you know, that series. But it's funny because some of the people just go out way left field. And, and I'm going to drop one on you. And I just laughed. And I didn't get involved in this conversation, but I, I had to read all the posts because it was just hysterical. X-23, do you know who that is? Yeah. Yes. Okay. She's hot. Uh, for the people that don't listen to X-23, <laughs> X-23 is a clone of female Wolverine. clone of, of uh, Wolverine. Wolverine. So she has the, the claws, and she has the healing factor. And this one guy on the forum, he, he posts and, and just kind of talking, and then all of a sudden he goes, he drops the question. He's like, well, if X-23 has a healing factor, so this, does that mean every time she finishes having sex, her hymen closes? <laughs> and I just started laughing. And I, I'm reading through this, and I'm like, you know, number one, this is a fictional character. Yeah. Okay. She stays a virgin forever. And I, I, I never even, and it gets better, it gets better. And so, of course, there's a, a big back and forth about, you know, you're, oh you're sick, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, so, the women come into this conversation and they're like, you're gross, but does that make, mean that Wolverine's uncircumcised? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. And just, I, I've, thoroughly enjoyed this this group it's it's hysterical yeah and they 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 go down avenues that i would never even think about uh, i'm trying to and okay speak since we're on the x-men have you seen the pictures of the new uh days of the future past movie yeah yeah 
Did you know that? This is it like a wait, clip wait, of it on the internet? You know that all the it? old people are coming back, right? Rogue is gonna be at a pack win again. Halle Berry's coming back to be Storm. Why? Uh, Ian McKellen's coming back. Patrick Stewart because mm-hmm. they're gonna go into the into the future. Yeah. Oh, the X Men First Class is gonna go into yep. the future. Yeah. So it'll have like people from X Men First Class. Uh huh. But they brought back a lot of people from the actual original X Men movie. I don't care. I still oh, want to yeah. see the guy. Uh, the Iceman's coming back to the same guy play Iceman. Uh huh. I thought it was pretty cool they're bringing some back, but like. Some of them were just I just like, hope it's not cheesy. It's going to be cheesy ish. Yeah. It's Brian Singer. And see, and that was another thing about the forum, or the, not the forum, but the group, mm-hmm. is a lot of people are like, just be glad that you're getting to watch an X Men movie. Doesn't matter if it sucks or not. Just be glad you have it. Why? And I'm like, if I'm paying money for this motherfucker. I, I, I should enjoy it. Yeah. You know. I'm the type of person, when I get excited for a movie and then I see it and it's bad, it makes my stomach hurt and I get really upset. I don't know. I get like, why did I watch that? It ruined everything for me. Um, and, and speaking of bad and upset, I was upset because the, you know, I, I've been following the all new X-Men uh, comic book, mm. you know, on uh, comicology. Mm. And... I don't know if we've ever actually talked about my dislike for Brian Michael Bendis. Now, Brian Michael Bendis is not on the Grant Morrison level of dislike. But <laughs> he writes less dialogue than you, and that's saying something. And in a minute, and we'll, I'll once I finish with this conversation, I'll explain to the listeners why we're both hacking. And in um, into my microphone, by the way, <laughs> she's like <clears throat> into my mic. Come over there. <laughs> But he's, he writes, I mean, and I, I say this kind of jokingly, but you admit it. You don't put that much dialogue into your comic books. No. His dialogue is even less. A lot of his dialogue is, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Like onomatopoeia shit. Yeah. Onomatopoeia. And I said this on the post. Onomatopoeia is not dialogue. dialogue. It's not. But anyway, so the, the premise of this new X-Men all new X-Men is that um, Beast goes back into the past, gets the original five X-Men, brings them into the future. The teen Jean Grey reads Beast's mind and she knows what happens from that point when she left in the 60s to now in 2013, so she's dealing with all this shit in her head. And because it's brought her to the future, her powers are accelerating to speed up with the times and she's having issues. Now, all this is good. All this is really good. Well, one of the things that the the character Jean Grey is doing is she's mind-reading people. She's learning now how to mind-read. She's always known... In the beginning, she was a tel... Or not a telepath, but she had telekinesis. She wasn't a telepath. That that power would come later. Excuse me. And so now she's trying to, to control it. And... Last issue, she's sitting there talking to modern day Beast, and Beast is thinking to himself, "Oh, how pretty she was," and and uh, you know, re- reflecting back of when he was a child that, or not a child, but when he was a teenager, he should have made his move instead of Scott. But Scott was the the leader, so he was being passive. Yeah. <clears throat> and Jean Grey, teenage Jean Grey, is reading all this. So she goes to the beast, the the beast that went with her, you know, the teenage beast. Yeah. And it's like, when are you going to tell me I love you? And, of course, the beast is like, oh, 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 oh. 
So anyway, to make a very he long chokes. and disturbing <laughs> story short, they start making out at the end of the book. Oh my god. And I'm like, what the hell? No! Oh my no! god. So, my dislike for Brian Michael Bendis actually just moved up a rung. Because doing that has just destroyed every continuity between her and Cyclops. Yeah. I don't think that she's, she should have... <laughs> I don't think she, that she should have a furry fetish. That's just me. Well, the original Beast wasn't blue. I know, but he's a furry. <laughs> and it, it just... I was like, why? I, I. That's like making out with a cookie monster. But he's not yeah. I know, but still. He's a monster! But it's just one of those things where. I don't understand. I mean, I. The, the original premise of the idea was cool. And I thought what they were gonna go down was the road of. Eventually, all the X-Men are going to die, and the, the X-Men, the kid X-Men, were going to take over, and they're going to rebuild and yeah. build a brand new future. That's what they were leading towards. Well, they took a big left turn, and and now it's like a teen soap opera. Yeah. And these characters that, for me and you, that have been a part of our lives for 20-something years are completely different. And it's it's really maybe annoying. they're trying to to learn a new demographic. I don't know. Fuck if I know. But it's just like well, it seems to be a popular trend nowadays. Nickelodeon took all the cartoons off. Those are all basically soap operas. Disney did the same thing. Cartoon Network did the same thing. I mean, look at it. All the uh, all the the networks that used to have X Men, you know, Avenger type stuff, you know, cartoons that we liked, right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, stuff like that. They've all taken the cartoons down. It's all about TV shows. Yeah, it's now. about like, sitcoms. Sitcoms. And, and now they're doing that with comic books. I laugh though because some of these sitcoms are like I don't know how, how ki- like that. There's this one show called Good Luck Charlie. Yeah, I've, I've watched. How it. do kids like little kids like that? When Zoe was a little girl or little, well, she's still little, but I mean, when she was a baby, she would just stop what she's doing and just stop and stare at the TV. I don't understand. Is it like brainwashing there that we can't hear? I don't know. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. 
now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Um, okay, so just to get into why we're hacking intermittently through this thing. Um, I'm trying to hold mine in. <laughs> good, I don't think you've coughed once. Unfortunately, what, two weeks ago I, I got bronchitis. And this is why the, the episode is running so late. Um, my game plan is to put up an episode today, Monday. We're recording on Monday. So today, the same day. It's going to be out. And then we're going to re- keep recording another episode today on Monday, but it's going to come out on Wednesday, which will catch us up. And then we'll meet back on... Monday next week. Saturday. Sat- uh, yeah, oh, Saturday. Yeah. No, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Because I, I work Saturday. or Yeah, Friday and, Friday and Saturdays I work. And then we'll be all caught up. But anyway, in the process, about two weeks now, right after... I had a car accident. Do you want me to talk about that first? Do you want to know a little bit more about the car accident, or sure. do you just want me to talk about? Okay, make it very, very dramatic. And, and Lacey and Zoe are asleep, so I'm not gonna get all you know freaked out about it. Um, I brought this up over at what we think. So if you want to hear me be an ass and get loud, you can go over there and listen to that part. But I'm gonna give you the brief rundown of what happened. Uh, got up one day. Uh, got dressed for work and I left the house it was early so I was just cruising going down Rin Rin is a street that I go down every single day I go down at least twice a day you know if not more uh, there's intersections in Rin but there's no stop signs for me you know I go straight without stopping but the intersection the ones that are going 
what is that, south, north to south, you know, they have to stop. Well, as I'm driving down Wren, I see this car, they stopped at a stop sign, they cut across Wren to, you know, the other part of the intersection. No big deal. You know, I, I had a, was a few feet. And again, I was in no hurry to get to work because I left early, so I was just cruising. I think I was going like 35. Yeah. So as I'm approaching the intersection, this car is decides to back up into the middle section of the intersection. So here's the stop sign. They pass the stop sign. As I'm coming, they put it in reverse and pull out right in front of me. So I swerved to hit them. I end up hitting the stop sign. They took off. What were they doing? Hell if I know. Trying to get you to hit them? I think so. Because, you know, technically in California. That would be count. Yeah, you would be. That's my fault. Yeah, because I would have hit the back of their car. Well, that a lot of states are like that. Nevada's like that. That's how they get money from their insurance company. <laughs> so I was pissed. Anyway, I went to work. No big deal. Got home. Was off. Got up. I did an episode with Terry for Sheer Darkness. And as I'm doing the episode, I notice my throat starts itchy and burning. Um, it's like, how do I explain this? You know when you're swimming and, and you come up and water goes down your nose yeah, and down burns. your throat? Yeah, that's the way it felt. And halfway through the show, I couldn't breathe. I was coughing and hacking and just couldn't breathe. We actually stopped the show halfway through, and let's see, that was that was a Friday, and um, by Sunday, and if you listen to the latest episode of, of Sure Darkness, you'll hear me. You'll hear the change in my voice, you know, to kind of now. I mean, I'm still a little nasally because I still have congestion, but, you know, for the most part, I feel fine. Um, but you can tell the first half of the show, I was fine. The second half, I was like, Batman. <laughs> you know, and so I was sick with bronchitis for about 10 days total. Um, during that time, mom came over to watch Zoe because Lacey wasn't feeling good. I wasn't feeling good. You know, I, I just couldn't, couldn't stay awake because I was yeah. so sick. Unfortunately, she got... She like, got a hold of the infection... Right. And brought and, it over to our <laughs> And I don't think she got the the main impact of it because she still kept going. I couldn't. And you know how I am. I literally called off work because I she could not. She didn't get as sick as I got. And that's what I was going to lead to. Is, and it was funny and because I got sick before her. And you know how easily she yeah, did. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to get sick. I thought a week got, later. I got a little bit sick like uh -huh. for a couple days. A week later, I get sick. And then like. At first, when I got sick, it wasn't that bad. It was like a runny nose. I didn't have a cough at all. And you know, the funny thing is, is <coughs> during that whole time when I was sick and I couldn't breathe, and I, I didn't have a cigarette. Not one cigarette did I have. Not one desire did I have for a cigarette. So I should have technically quit, quit smoking. But as God is my witness, as soon as I was able to go, oh, I can breathe. Where's my cigarettes? You know, I went right to the smokes and started yeah, smoking. Yeah, I... Uh, I got really sick. I couldn't even smoke either. I was like, I had no desire to smoke. And I still don't have as much of a desire as I did to smoke. That's why I'm trying to quit. Like, I literally smoked maybe like three cigarettes a day, two cigarettes a day. And then I have my electronic cigarette. Right. 
for some reason, I just, ever since I got sick, I don't have, like, like, cigarettes taste nasty to me. Like, they really aren't that great as they used to be. Um, you know, I was roughly about your, uh, I was maybe a little, maybe a couple years older when I quit. You remember, I quit for five years. Yeah. I didn't touch a cigarette, and it was just one day I was like, I'm done. That was it. Never picked up a cigarette. I've been smoking for until, 12 years. Until things started happening at work that was stressing me out, and then I started smoking again. But yeah, you just get to that point where you're like, I'm done. There's, and I don't know. It was, I guess when you're sick, you're more interested in breathing than smoking. Right? You're like, because <sighs> I, I had to have an inhaler. Because I get like, when I get bronchitis, I can't breathe. I can't even take a shower. So even the steam doesn't help me. No. Like I'll go there and me. I almost wow. pass out. So I'm like, Aaron, bring me the inhaler. Bring me the inhaler. I She's- actually, I was sucking on a, a Zopinex inhaler. They help. It's funny because you're dying. You take two puffs of that, and you're like, <sighs> every and, every time that I get sick, she's like, "How can you stand to take a hot shower?" I was like, "Cause I can breathe through my nose, and I can breathe through like my esophagus, and I'm I'm good." I don't know if it's because uh, like I smoke. I don't know what it is. Because I think I went, it's because you got smoke. That's when I went to the sauna. I could I went in the sauna for like five seconds, and I was like, <sighs> I had to get out of there. Like I can't take hot. Well, that like was the first thing I air did like that. when I when, when I could feel my airway starting to close. I steamed up the front bathroom, so that doesn't help me. And I just sat there and I tried mind over matter because when I first walked in, my instinct was to freak out because I could breathe less than I could in the beginning. Just tried to sit there and just inhale, you know. Get that moisture into the the cilia, you know, mm-hmm. to push all that shit up. Yeah, and I did that for probably about a half an hour, forty five minutes. Then I was starting to feel better until I opened the bathroom door and all that cold air rushed in. And you're like, and then, <clears throat> yeah, and then your trachea just like clinches up. <clears throat> so yeah, that was uh, uh, there was quite a few times that I honestly thought I was going to have to call nine one one. And that's why I refuse to smoke. I like to smoke the e-cigarette. It's fun because it tastes like coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he's like he's a smoker when he drinks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. That's called social smoking. He's like, give me a cigarette. I'm like, what? Like, you should hand me. He's one like, of give those. me one. I'm like, what? I was like, give me. I was like, you should hand me one. No, because I think about when when I first started smoking, I picked up a cigarette and I. And for she like, was. You were. I would coming. hack. Like when I first started smoking, like I when you you know when you're young and you like yeah, I don't even know when you started smoking. I started the first time I ever had a cigarette. I was 11, and I started smoking like hardcore when I was 13. I smoked for 12 years. And mom was cool with that. No, she didn't know. I hit it. I was steal my dad's cigarettes, and then he caught on. Yeah, because I honestly I don't remember. This I, I remember when I was 13. He I, uh, he used to have, he used to leave his cartons of cigarettes in the kitchen. And I stole a pack out of the, and I was in the bathroom smoking a cigarette. And he caught me, and I was like, "Don't tell mom." He's like, "I won't this time." <laughs> and I went on for a year smoking. But when he, after he knew that I, I was stealing his cigarettes, he started hiding them. So I had to go look for them, and it was a lot of ordeal. But uh, I remember when I first started smoking. I would pick up a cigarette, and I would start coughing when I was young. Like for, at least for like the first probably first what 10 times I, I smoked a cigarette right when this boy gets a cigarette he smokes like he's been smoking for years he doesn't cough or anything he's like <sighs> well because he's got good strong lungs 
you know, he like he doesn't inhale like like a normal person. He's like. I'm like, I think long ass drag. He does. So you hit it like a week. Yeah. I'm like, and he doesn't cough. He's just like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm glad you brought up uh, our dad. It was interesting, actually, that you did. That's a good segue point. Um, You know, sometimes I have a tendency just to kind of miss him. And when I do, I actually watch old wrestling, like old 80s wrestling. Yeah. And. I was at work and I was just thinking about him, and so I put in. It was a fairly slow night, so I I, I put on uh, on YouTube. You can actually go and watch the very first from 1984 WrestleMania number one, and uh, I I watched the whole thing. And, and as I'm watching it, I I remember it's funny as shit because okay, so I'm 84. That makes me seven. Yeah. In 1984. And I heard about wrestling, you know, because I was a big fan before WrestleMania even came about. Uh-huh. And I heard about this, and I remember going to Randy and, and going, "Let's go to WrestleMania." And he's like, "It's in New York," because it was at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I'm clear as day. I remember this. He's like, "It's in New York, son." You know, he, it's in New York, son. Yeah, I'm like, I know. Let's go to WrestleMania. You know, I was just so I I wanted to go so bad. And then that kind of led me into uh, our cousin Julie. She uh, she was saying, "Well, you can get you can watch it off of MTV." And it wasn't WrestleMania that you could watch off of MTV because I actually went thought about this and did some research. MTV used to actually show wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah, it was called the Rock Rock and Wrestling Connection. Oh. Uh... And it was a, a lead up to WrestleMania. So I remember the day of WrestleMania, you know, we just had antenna. We had, we didn't even have cable. It was just straight antenna down in San Bernardino. And I remember just being seven years old trying to figure out, you know, how I can manipulate the antenna to get a cable signal to, to watch wrestling. And it, it just, uh, overall, it was a fun memory to have yeah. because it's been buried deep, you know, for what? 29 years. Oh, my God. That's 29 years ago. Old man. <clears throat> I hadn't thought about that for a long, long well, time. Well, you know, if he if he would have flew, he probably would have taken you. But don't you know God didn't give him wings so he's not supposed to fly? Yeah, I remember. He was not. He, that's why we I never like, went we nowhere. We should go somewhere. We should go on vacation. I don't fly. <laughs> if I can't get there on a, pl- on a boat, I ain't going. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Lord. Yeah, that's why we never had vacation. I hate to fly myself. I hate, I definitely hate flying, but I'll get on the plane anyways. I was going to say, you've actually done a lot of flying, haven't you? Yeah, I hate it, though. I don't it, mind it so once much. Once I'm in the air, I'm okay. Is that but it's like off? sitting there, and your heart's like, and then you take off, and your heart's like, and then you like bump, you're like, oh my god, I'm going to die. You stop breathing for like five seconds. But then once it's like smooth, you're okay. But I think it's, it's ever since I went on the Southwest Airline and they had a, some, like, what's that stuff called? Turbulence. turbulence. Yeah. I literally thought I was going to die. Well, they had that going. Uh, like, buckle your seatbelt. It's like, doo-doo-doo-doo. I'm like, oh my god, we're dead. We went in into Ontario. Uh, we flew Southwest to go to Colorado. Let me tell you, when we crossed that state border, it was like, straight, straight, straight. Getting all crazy. I'm like, holy shit. Right? Because you couldn't even see outside anymore. That's how bad it was snowing. Yeah. You couldn't see outside at all. You didn't know where you were at. 
all you could see is the jet stream coming off the wing, oh, and the shit. wing flopping around. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I would. I probably would have passed out. Scared if I didn't have music, I probably would have freaked the fuck out. Um, I actually have some animal news, but I'm gonna leave it to next episode. Just, just to tease our listeners. Oh god, not animal news. But instead, um, we're changing our lineup. And I've been working on it. Well, first, let me say thank you to both of you for mm-hmm. feeling better, being able to come over. Because if we would have missed today, we would have been dropped. And, and Seeing Red is my favorite show to record. It's our longest-running show. And I really was just hoping that you guys could make it, and I'm glad you made it. So, well, we did, and then we went back, and then we came back. Well, I was at the store. I know, we were like, where oh, is this guy? an hour. I... Yeah, I, I, was, and I was like, did you tell him we're coming right over? He's like, he said he'll be there when we get there. I'm like, sitting here. I'm like, did he friggin' break down? What the hell happened to him? Well, no, I was, there was one line open. One stinking line open. That's how, you were at Food for Less? Yes. See? Told you. She's like, why did it take you so long? I was like, there's one register open. There's like 50 people in the morning for whatever reason. So yeah, there was one stinking register. And of course, you know, there, there is that stereotypical, Family with two carts overflowing. That they, with you know, they had to go spend all. They gotta food wait. Stamps. Yeah, they gotta wait until they, the day they of. They can't like buy groceries every week. They gotta go and like spend their thousand dollars of food stamps at one fucking time. Yeah, that's what my mom is. I hate people like that. She gets two big ass grocery carts full and like stacks, and stacks, and stacks, and stacks, and stacks. I'm like, we don't even have space for all this fucking shit. <laughs> you know, and and I'm just like. Do you want me to help you, you know, put that shit up on the conveyor belt? Because, you know... It's literally one by one. It's like, boom, yes. boom, boom, it's, it's boom, like, boom. They can't get, like, two or three things at one time and one just, like, kid, put it on there. And they go back and get another kid. And then they put, you know, the pork chops. And then the chicken. And the top like, ramen. Really? Really? We're really going to do this? You should have seen that at Winco, like... There was this lady that had, like, it was just herself, and she had a huge cart full of food, right? Uh-huh. And, uh, we got, like, what was it, four, three, four, five things of soda? And I put all four of them up there at one time, and this lady looks back like, like, what the fuck? Do you remember when we were, <laughs> do you remember when we were at Walmart? And we were at Walmart. And he had the soda, and he picked it up, like, like that's the lady's like, oh my gosh, you, you're strong, you have a lot of muscle, don't you? I was like, oh, oh my, god. my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody flirted. Yeah. I was like, because really? Because he picked up the can like nothing, like the, he picked it up like this. That's I what I even, did. I can't even do that. They're not that heavy. No. <laughs> it was funny, though. I'm like, bitch, I'm right here, I'm not his sister like everybody thinks I am. I, I put... Two of them on top of each other. Really? And had squished them together with both hands, picked them up like that, and then put it on the thing like that, and this lady was like... (laughs) That's the whole thing (laughs) that hang up. I I really want to know what these people do with the food. Because I know these people have like 10 kids, and they get like their $1,000 in food stamps, and they get two carts, and they pack them up to the brim. Where do they put all that fucking food at? They live in a one-bedroom apartment. Come on. Like, honestly, most people who get all those... I mean, that sounds stereotypical, but most people who get... You know, $1,000 in food stamps? Right. Live in a little tiny-ass apartment with, like, 20 kids. Where the hell they put all that food at? I don't know. Maybe they give half of it to the kids, and then they store the half of it. Who knows? Maybe each kid, or, you know, they have, uh... Their rations. Yeah. You take yours, and when it's gone, it's gone. (laughs) You're eating butter noodles. Yes. 
I saw uh, my mom with I haven't had butter needles forever. I don't want to have butter needles forever. Okay, so let me just jump on this real fast, um, because you don't know. I'm Our lineup is changing. I'm actually talking to four new people. Or not, well, there's multiple people, but there's going to be possibly four new shows coming to the Jason Modcast Network. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to bring these new shows in that looks like it's going to happen thank you to everybody that's you know submitted I do appreciate it um, how many submissions did you get a lot or just like uh, I think maybe 16 16 to 18 that's actually not too bad <laughs> considering the fact that it's like most people that are interested in like being on shows with like publicity right they're not willing to do it. Yeah. Um, that takes initiative, so thumbs yeah. up. Yeah, even if they were, you know, poor quality, you know, I, I, I appreciate it. And I will say, I listened to every single podcast. There wasn't one that I just, you know, turned on, listened to, and then turned it off. I, I toughed all the way through. He, this man knows about poor quality podcasts. Mm-hmm. He knows all about it. Yeah, listen to episode one of our show. Um, so anyway, that's happening. Plus, our, our lineup is changing. Scene Red is going to Fridays. Um, just because we're moving... Well, number one, we're adding a new show to the Jason Modcast Network. Um, Lacey and SCD Burbank are doing a brand new show called What We Think. That's going into Wednesdays. What what we think? I'm sure no, no, one. that's my show. Yeah, I was like, don't you already have one called that? No, that I'm sorry. Um, don't get us started. That's that's their show. Um, that's going into Wednesday. So what we think is going to Monday. Tuesday is going to be news, views, and reviews. Wednesday is don't get us started. Thursday is sheer darkness. Friday is us seen red. And Saturday will be Who's the Boss? Yes, now that I, I feel probably about 95% better. And that's, oh my God, I got a lot of hate mail. Because I have I haven't recorded a Who's the Boss in a month. Uh, Everybody's like, where's the episode? Where's the episode? I feel better. I can talk. People do get sick, you know. And when you're half dead and you're like, ugh. I need water. Yeah. You don't want to record And even a if you do drink water, it's not like it helps. Sometimes yeah. it would be like, okay, I drank water. Feels, no, it's gone. You could drink water, <laughs> honey, and tea in there, and it's still not your voice. You're like, hey, and like let's just face it, just to be truthful, I'll throw it out there. If I'm sick. He's really sick. Don't, shit don't get done. Yeah. Shit is not. Uh, and not even that. You're the type of person, like, when, when you're not doing shit, you, you really are sick. Right. Cause you're all you're like mom. You're always going, always going. So you must if you're not if you're not doing anything, you must be sick. I was just miserable. Le miserable. And even at that, even not, and, and you guys really have to go listen to it because it's funny and that kind of really defines who I am. You, you know what you said. I'm to day two into my bronchitis. I can't breathe, but the responsibility of finishing the sheer darkness podcast was so overwhelming I pulled myself out of bed I was sweating bullets you could hear me going <gasps> <gasps> you know, I could not breathe but I finished that podcast 
And if you would have came over that Sunday, yeah, I would have podcasted. Even though I couldn't breathe, I would have. Mom's done. like, don't go over there. She's like, Kevin's half dead. I was like, okay. I was. I was just so, so well, horrible. The after, was it the day after that? We were uh-huh. supposed to come over. I got so fucking sick. Really? He yeah. Did. He got really sick. She's like, come on, get out of bed with me. I'm like, uh-uh. I had to fucking sleep all day. And she knows when I'm sick, I have to sleep all day, and the next day I'll feel better. Cause... Oh, no, that one day I slept 16 hours, and it felt so good. I don't know what that's like. Even no, being I... sick, I don't know. Because I kept, like, I would sleep a few hours, I'd get out of bed, and I'd go back to bed for a few hours. When uh-huh. I was sick, I kept doing that. And one day I was just, from doing that so much, I was so exhausted, I went to sleep. I slept 16 hours. I woke up, I was like, I couldn't even open my eyes, I slept so much. You know, you oversleep, you're like, right. it was amazing. I feel so much, even like right now, it's like, I feel that rested even to this day. Well, for me, you know, I went to sleep at 3 o'clock this morning, got up at 6. 6.50, and I'm going. And that's just the way it's going to work for, you know. Until tonight, you can go back to sleep. Well, tonight is... Let's see, tonight, tonight is Monday, so um, Sadie Burbank's going to come over, I'm going to do my episode of What We Think, and then, excuse me, um, there's, oh, <coughs> I still have to do Sheer Darkness. <coughs> see, no lie, he's coughing. <coughs> yeah. Man, dead over there. Don't give him a cigarette, he'll choke. <laughs> uh, I still have to do Sheer Darkness, so somewhere tonight I have to do, you know, because this week, if you're a Sheer Darkness fan, um, actually I know that Aaron enjoys the show, um, you're going to get a double dose of Sheer Darkness this week, uh, as soon as I record that part, it's going up, and then of course a brand new show on, on Friday, come back and listen to us, we're going to put out another brand new episode this Wednesday, you're getting a double dose of Seeing Red. So for this week, I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Mary Nillich. Stay tuned. We'll be back this week. Welcome to Scene Red.